Do you have a great idea for a podcast but don't know where to start? You need to know about Anchor.fm. Anchor has created tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Add songs from Spotify directly to your episodes. The possibilities are endless for what you can create, whether it's music analysis, your own radio show, or something the world's never heard before. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so we can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more podcast platforms. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Best of all, it's completely free. So take the first step. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. sacred lamb song there is there is it's perfection yeah it is perfection i think for me personally like everybody you know i tell everyone i love mariah Mm -hmm. oh mariah's my girl like blah 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 Mm. oh what's your favorite mariah song close my eyes i'll say close my eyes instantly Mm -hmm. you know sometimes i'll be like oh i used to many many years ago say oh i don't really have a favorite but they're like no you have to have a favorite you have to have a favorite yeah yeah so it's close my eyes it's it's so amazing so i tell people that now and they're like oh i've never heard it yeah and i'm like oh it's on her butterfly album and they're like oh oh is that the one with breakdown and i'm like yeah "Yeah, that one they're like oh okay okay Uh uh-huh no one i tell this is my favorite song they and no one knows it so i'm except lambs except lambs yeah but like nobody else knows it and i'm okay with that yeah because they they don't need to know it no it's fine although if they would learn to know it i bet it could help them heal Mm-hmm. You know, it could be a nice therapy session for them. Yes. yes you know, because yes. that's what this song is. Yeah. Um, how would we describe it? It's well, this it was, is how I describe. Okay. The, most, how it, well, let me tell you how I describe it to all these people. They're like, oh, I've never heard that song. Let me, yeah. Tell me all about it. And I'll be like, well, it's very introspective. It's about Mariah's life. Yeah. Um, growing up to, to, you know, her, you know, mid 20s, mid to early 20s. Mm-hmm. And it's a melodic ballad mm-hmm. because I think what drives this song outside of the lyrics or outside of the chorus mm-hmm. are the la da 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 da. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that really drives it. And that's what catches you, at least for me. Like, yeah. those. Those beautiful Luda doo doo doos. Yeah, I don't even know what you would call them. What would you call those? A melodic something. She's just basically humming a melody. Yeah, um, but the way she does that, I feel like it creates the flow of the song. Of course, because we're floating course. through clouds right now. Yeah, this whole song we're just floating through the clouds. Mm-hmm. We're on a boat somewhere. Yeah, just floating around. And that's, it's that's so ethereal. Yeah, but that's exactly what she paints with her voice. Of course, that of course. Scene. Um, 
Okay, so let's just, I guess, get right into these lyrics. Yeah. Because that's just what you have to do with this song. Well, I think the premise of the song is, uh, like, she's looking back, sitting in the boat, floating in a dream, looking back at her life. Yes. And again... exactly what it is. Writing her diary. We're reading it. And she's just letting us know where she's at right now. What's, mm-hmm. How she got here. How did she get all of this? Yeah. What her, how her life has changed. Um, she has said um, that she actually wrote this song after her big Thanksgiving special at Madison Square Garden. No, where Proctor's Theatre. Proctor's Theatre. Which is upstate. Uh-huh. Which is where she used to live. Which was broadcasted on NBC. NBC. For Thanksgiving. Yeah. But it's really called Here is Mariah. Right. Here is Mariah. On the DVD? I think so. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, But I always go, but it's the Thanksgiving special. Yeah. I started writing it four years ago after my NBC special, which was the first, basically the first full-on concert that I'd ever done. And I was sitting um, in the bathtub actually looking at the moon, and this thought kind of came to me. The song just came to me. And it was me sort of reflecting on my life and things that had led me to that point. And it was sort of a momentous occasion. I wrote this thing and I was just looking back and wow, I've really come a long way. And then I put the song away. So the song sort of embodies a lot of my life and a lot of things that I went through over the past couple years. So sort of all sort of came together. Um, And then the fact that it took her, I mean, she had written the melody of this and and some of the lyrics, and then she put it away. Yeah. So I feel like this, she knew that this was, um, this was a song that needed more time Mm -hmm. uh, because she was going, she, she felt like this was, this was something deep inside of her Mm. and it took more time for it to come out. That she had to go through a little bit more, like a divorce and all yeah. of these things. Uh, that, but um, at that time, she wasn't doing these kind of personal songs on albums. Correct. So she probably wasn't allowed to even think about putting it on. Well, yeah, but if you look at Daydream, she if she could get Looking In on, but look she, she could have got this on, but yeah, this she, wasn't ready yet. It wasn't right. ready yet. Yeah, yeah, but she had to like, slide that one in, remember? Of looking course, in. yes, of course. So uh, it just wasn't. Butterfly is the perfect fit for it. It's the perfect fit for it. Absolutely. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Yes, yes, yes. But I think if she really wanted it to be out before then, she would have finished it and she would have put it on Daydream. But she what she didn't. Right. That's all I'm saying. It would have been weird on Daydream, though. Well, of course. Any any song from Butterfly would have yeah. been weird on Daydream, I think. <laughs> yeah. It just wasn't that. Just like any song from Daydream would have been weird on Music Box, too. Uh-huh. You know, yeah. Most of her albums are like that, or at least in the early part. Nowadays, you can sort of like mix and match. You can mix and match some of her more recent albums. Yeah, maybe you know, Charm Bracelet uh-huh. and those other ones. Yeah. But this is my favorite song. Okay, what are the first lyrics? The first lyrics we hear: "I was a wayward child." Yes. Now, with the child had the weight of the of world. world. On their shoulders. Now, I don't know about anybody else, but I relate to these lyrics one million billion percent. And I think even though I'd been a Mariah fan from day one, hearing her sing about, you know, 
um, dream lovers and, and fantasies, this and that, and blah, mm. blah, blah, and mm. one sweet day. And uh, like, I really, really loved Mariah, mm-hmm. but it wasn't until like maybe one sweet day. And well, I loved Make It Happen. Make It Happen was my jam too. Like my personal, like it like was almost like a anthem anthem yeah. for me. So yeah. like that. And, and then one sweet day was like emotional. How about this one? I was like, this is it. Like this bitch really gets me. Like, right. I can't believe it. I thought it was like just me and like my two brothers and like my family going through yeah. these crazy, crazy things. Yeah. And then this so- song sort of let me know like, oh my God. Everyone has these. Everyone things. has these. And if Mariah has, oh, is, feels like a wayward child with the weight on her shoulder. Well, Jesus, so do I. Yeah. It was so. This is the song that really like made me feel the deepest connection to her personally. I think me too. Because when I went back and dug up the Butterfly album and came across this song, it was the same feeling. Like, oh my gosh, she feels these things as well. Hmm. Hmm. I mean, literally, I felt like everything in this song. I still to this day hmm. feel like everything in this song. I could. It could be my story. story. This is this is straight out of my autobiography. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Mariah had a very different childhood, but you know how Oprah sort of says, um, you know, all pain is the same. Yeah, You're like you know whether you know you spilt a glass of milk or your dog got run over by a car. Uh-huh. Like the feeling of pain is like all the same. Same sort of thing with love. Like yeah. it's just one feeling. So like you either love something or you don't. Mm-hmm. It's either you're hurt by something or you're not. Mm-hmm. And so even though we had different bringing upbringings and she had craziness and I had craziness and mm-hmm. we could you know compare stories all day, but the feeling of feeling like a wayward child with the weight of the world that is that is hurt and pain Mm -hmm. so it's like that's an instant connection yeah but that can apply to anyone who is not air quotes normal of course anyone who has something different about them whether they're gay a a real artist who like just thinks about music all day long Mm -hmm. can't concentrate in school like whatever it is you know everyone has that has this feeling inside of them of being wayward not being normal. Right. Um, I think it was, that's why a lot of people relate to this song, obviously. Yeah. Um, but then the very next lyrics, what does she say? She says um, she held, you know, that feeling mm-hmm. deep inside mm-hmm. um, and life was a winding road. Yeah. Uh, so once again, we're going back to Mariah feeling like we were talking about this in Breakdown, how she is able to sort of just take it all in and act like it's not she's she's not expressing her emotions right you know what i mean mm-hmm. and if you're going through you know a you know a difficult a abnormal childhood or you know a dysfunctional childhood you can learn to do that in a lot of aspects so you, she here she is again talking about you know keeping these feelings inside she wasn't letting them out yeah which is probably one of the main reasons why mariah loves songwriting mm-hmm. and making music nowadays because that is her release that is her therapy that is what makes her feel you know the you know the weight of the world lifts off her shoulders mm-hmm. when you because it makes her happy yeah well she can she can uh, put language to it and just express it mm-hmm. and let people know about it. Right. Yeah. It's not, it's not stuck inside. Cause that's because that eats you up. Yeah. You know? So mm-hmm. this is why, this is why Mariah is the genius that she is. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and then life was a winding road and I learned many things. Little one shouldn't know. Yeah. Mariah's referenced 
these types of things about her childhood many times Mm -hmm. and just says that there was a lot of hecticness, craziness going on. Mm -hmm. And that can stem from, you know, being the product of a biracial marriage. It could stem from being, you know, you know, living like a gypsy with her mother after their parent, her parents divorced Mm -hmm. and going from household to household and moving around school to school. Um, you know, it was just, it's, it could be a multitude of things going on. Mm-hmm. And for a child, that's, that's a lot. Didn't her dog get poisoned or something? Her dog got poisoned. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, you would ask as a kid, you'll ask, why did that happen? Right. And then what's the explanation? Oh, married a black man. Yeah. But and you, and you're, you're the child like, of wait, that. Wait, wait, I don't get it. What, yeah. what's going on? Like, what are you on? talking about? Like, it's so, it's so. Craziness. Cra- it's absolute yeah. craziness. Uh-huh. It's absolute craziness. Yeah. Uh, I can only imagine what it's like, you know, like, but again, like crazy childhood is crazy childhood. Mm-hmm. Not, and most people, I don't know, most people I, that I know, they all got, we all got issues, honey. We all got issues, yeah. but they don't have crazy issue childhoods. And I think Mariah had one of those. I think a lot of people, I think most people probably have some sort of dysfunction, but it's not presented when you move in the world, into the world. When you go to school, you don't want to appear as abnormal. Oh, of course. So I think what most people get presented is just a facade of what's really going on in the family. Oh, absolutely. Of course. You know, you don't ever want to be like, you know, that family that's like, oh, that's those, oh, those bitches over Uh there. Oh, they got the problems. Yeah. 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 Of course. That's, you know. I think most people can relate to this song in some way or another. Yeah, I think, Mm -hmm. yes. Also, as the lyrics go on in the story, if you can't relate to a wayward Mm -hmm. childhood or the life of a winding road, there's something else in this song that you're going to be able to relate to because it's very, it just happens that like Mariah had all of these things. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So crazy. Yeah. Like who has all of these things? And who has, who has them all and also rises up out of it. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And I think the point is, like, with her sharing this this story, it just shows you that you it doesn't matter what your dysfunction was or is, you can come, you can move, it, you navigate it, right? Navigate, you know, this. with with determination yeah. and. You know, a lot of times Mariah was like, you know, growing up, I had an example of what I did not want to be. Yeah. Uh, which was other people in her family like, oh, I don't want to be like that. So uh-huh. I'm not going to do those things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and. I think that was like, you know, most people, they're like, oh, I want to be like my mom or mm-hmm. my older sister. I love her so much. She's this, this, like, that's her, my, that's my example. That's my yeah. inspiration. Like, I look up to these people. Mariah didn't have that. She had the opposite. Right. Like, oh, my older sister is a crazy bitch yep. and I don't want to be like her. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to do the exact opposite. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, so I think that is something that not everybody has. Right. You know, like oh, they yeah. have that older person. They have that family member. They look that up they, to. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't have that. Mm-hmm. I don't have that. I don't have that either. I don't have that. Yeah. I was like, oh no, ma'am. I, I'm not. Uh, oh, y'all crazy bitches. Yeah. Oh no, not, no, not me. Oh, no, ma'am. No, I'm totally in the same boat. Like, my parents, I just, I'm like, I do not want to be like them. Yeah. Not for oh, a gosh, second. please, no. Yeah. But it's hard. It's, it's hard, hard because, like, That's they're the ones know. that raise you, and you're like, okay, well, what am I supposed to do? Because all I know is what my parents taught me. Yes. And if my parents didn't teach me anything, then here yeah. I am, yeah, yeah. alone in this world with nothing being taught to me. Yeah. And you have to, like, forge out on your own. 
Thank God for Oprah, though. Hey, thank God for Oprah and <laughs> yeah. Mariah. Yes. For real. Yes. <laughs> Did the raisin. Did the raisin. Um, okay. So then the chorus of the song is where she gets to closing her eyes because she, I feel I can just, when she gets to the chorus and she says, but I close my eyes, setting my feet on the ground, raise my head to the sky yeah. and let times roll by. This is where she centers herself. It's like a calming meditation moment. Mm -hmm. Yep. You know, Mm -hmm. it's like all of this has happened to me. Yeah. I've struggled so much and now I'm in this different lifestyle. Mm -hmm. I'm working, 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 but it's okay. Like everything is fine Mm -hmm. no matter what is going on. Mm -hmm. And still back in these days, Mariah did have a lot of family drama going on. Like, you know, even today, even today she does 20 years on. Uh, but when Mariah was writing this song, she was still in the thick of it. Like, you know, she hadn't sort of broken fully away from those, maybe not just her family members, but even friends or family friends that were, or step dads that Mm -hmm. were still sort of like trying to manipulate and use her because now she's this big star. Mm -hmm. So I feel like that has a lot to do to it, do with it as well. More money, more problems. Always, Mm -hmm. always. Uh, but I love this, uh, chorus and raising and then still i feel like a child as i look at the moon maybe i grew up a little too soon mm-hmm. exactly what i'm thinking like you know i feel like when mariah was young after the divorce and things her siblings being 10 years older than her out the house living their own life she was almost like an only child mm. and her mother did everything she could to help and support and do this and that but they were still struggling yeah well mom's at work all the all day long probably all night long as well right. trying to get money coming in so she's probably just on her own in right. the house and so you as a child you feel like oh i'm i'm the parent here i'm yeah. the one in charge mm-hmm. uh and you and i relate to that fully as well because that was that was me i was like you know when you're a latchkey kid mm-hmm. and then you got like you know brothers and this that and the other it's all it's like girl bitch i didn't want to be nobody's mama yeah. why i gotta be your mama yeah yeah, yeah. i didn't do this uh-huh. you ain't mine yeah <laughs> why am i worried about you uh-huh. <laughs> yeah then we go into verse two this is the good one this is the good one yeah how it's this is what I, see, this it's it. real funny now right it's yeah, real funny good. okay because <laughs> it's funny how one can learn to grow numb to the madness and it's so true that's what happens though in the dysfunction it just becomes normal it becomes normal and it's like oh that's nothing yeah oh whatever oh but that's it's actually not oh, normal it's completely uh, abnormal yeah and not healthy yes mentally yes probably physically as well uh-huh. like in, in a lot of people's cases yeah. you know i don't know uh what kind of you know dysfunction was in mariah's home but i'm sure when there's mental dysfunction yeah there's probably physical you know dysfunction as well mm-hmm. so and you know god knows what mariah's sister claims on things but that's her story yeah mariah's story is is what she tells us through her music but even the fact that she can write those lyrics means that she's kind of waking up out of it yes exactly and realizing that okay there are problems here that we need that need to be fixed right but dirt going through it and i think growing up is this second verse um it blocked it all away i left the worst unsaid let it all dissipate and i try to forget Mm -hmm. see i think that's mariah going back to her 
defense mechanism yeah that that she has learned growing up because i think you know here she is in the mid to early 90s writing this song in her mid 20s mid 20s she's like you know 23 24 Mm -hmm. starting to write it starting to write it yeah and I'm sure she's used these same defense mechanisms that she used to block things away as a child. She's probably using as a young adult in her first marriage as well, mm-hmm. because it's what you know best. You're right. When you grow up dysfunctional, it almost, uh, and I think even nowadays with the chaos that Mariah surrounds herself with, mm-hmm. it's because she's so used to chaos. That's normal for her. It's normal for her. Yeah. Uh, which is an unhealthy thing, yeah. but it takes people got to do it on their own. Uh-huh. They got to come out of that on their own. Right. And sometimes you come out of it and then you go back into it. Straight back into it. Yeah. It's like, you know, this cycle, this life cycle that you sort of need. Yeah. And it, it's like, Oh, I'm in this dysfunction. So let me take, let me heal myself, take myself out. But then, you know, right down the road, around the corner, you're back into it again because mm-hmm. it, in another way, shape, or form. Well, she mentioned this when um, she did an interview, I think with Complex Magazine, post the divorce. Maybe Mia Murray had come out already, but she was talking about divorcing Nick, and she said, meant, she said, she was thinking to herself. Good one. You just repeated your past. Mm-hmm. Whether that be her, mm-hmm. her parents' marriage, because right. she was the kid in this divorced family, or the Tommy situation. The Tommy situation. But she was like, I just did it again, unintentionally. But it happens, it happens. somehow because you you. I don't know why or how, but it just happens. It's just that natural instinct. It's hard to break that. It's very hard to break that cycle. Because you go numb to the madness. Right. You're not feeling the madness. You're not feeling it because, you know, it's like, it's like, oh, I'll put that on the back burner for now. Yeah. And then it's back there on the burner, burning the house down. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It happens. I do it all the time. I do it all the time. Yeah. But, you know, you have to be aware of it. Yeah. You'd like, don't forget that it's there. Yeah. So when that little fire dust are, you put it out right quick. Uh-huh. But you can't just forget it. Yeah. But it's really hard and it takes time. You know, you got to grow up. You got to learn. You got to, you know, adjust. But you have to know that you're in it. That's right. the first step. Yeah. Knowing that you're in it and then you got to figure out how to get out of it. Right. Which but, is also an, another difficult thing to do. Right. Because because here's the thing. It's like when you're in it, you can know you're in it. Some people don't want to like admit that they're in it, but then you find out you're in it mm-hmm. in whatever situation it might be. You're in it. Mm. Now you want to get out of it. Mm-hmm. Well, some situations you're stuck. You're stuck. Yeah. It's going to be a year before you can get out of this. Yes. It's, gonna, yes. it's yes. almost like turning a barge around in the water. Yeah. It takes forever, honey. Uh-huh. If that barge goes off track to turn it back. Oh girl. Yeah. You could be waiting here for years Yeah. because you cannot fix things with the snap of a finger. Right. They they are continuing ongoing and then you just have to maintain, you have to stay on top of it to make sure it doesn't yeah. burn the house down. Uh-huh. So yeah, it's it's not easy. It's a process. I'm going through this right now with my mother. She's having a major mental health issue and it's just gotten worse and worse, but now in hindsight, look, and this has been going on for decades now. Right. Now in hindsight I'm like, "Oh my gosh, we'll just numb to the madness of it." And her, she has like really erratic behavior that's really bad. Well, just, people, everyone, everyone around her was ignoring it, but now, now they're like, just oh, recently, oh. well, everyone's still ignoring it. But I'm on the outside of it now, going, "This isn't normal, people," and no one's <laughs> yeah, helping. Hello, and, and no one's helping too. So it's like, okay, how do I get? How do I now? How do I navigate this? Mm-hmm. And that's the that's what she's doing. This is what Maria's talking about, like 
you just grow numb to it. Now you're aware of it. Now you can start to fix it. Right. That's what she's but trying to tell. It takes time. It takes time. It takes time. That's why this song took so long. Because mm-hmm. I think she was still, while she was writing it, she felt, oh my God, like I'm still, even though I'm not where I was once, mm-hmm. emotionally, I think I'm still, I'm not where I need to be. Yeah. Maybe that's why she had to like put it away. Mm-hmm. And then obviously after the divorce and sort of finally coming out of it and being her own free young self, mm-hmm. it was perfect for Butterfly. Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. But those lyrics let. I left the worst unsaid. That's what people do. Like they just don't talk about what, right. the mad. They don't talk about the madness. They don't talk about the that's madness. That's how you get stuck in it. That, and that's the problem. People yeah. don't want to, uh, you know, with they don't want to. Uh, what am I trying to say? They don't want to approach the conversation mm-hmm. and have that that talk or yeah. what needs to be said. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you just can't help it. Like it just needs to happen mm-hmm. and, and things need to change mm-hmm. whether they're, you know, uh, divorces or whatever they might be. They're just situations that need to change and nobody wants to talk about it. Mm-hmm. You can't, you just can't do it. Cause eventually it eats you up. It eats you up. Mm-hmm. And then other things start happening and then it's a snowball effect Yeah, all the way through. Mm-hmm. So now let's move on to sort of, the bridge version of the song. Yep. Not the bridge version, but the bridge portion yeah. of the song. Uh, she says, nearing the edge, oblivious, I almost fell right over. Uh-huh. A part of me will never be quite able to feel stable. So, okay. Um, I read this, I think it's in the book. There's a book called 1000 Albums You Have to Listen to Before You Die. Uh-huh. And Butterfly's in it. Uh, I would hope so. And it says something... Along the lines of, um, you know, the, like the breakdown of the album said something along the lines of, this is where Carrie goes hip hop and yada, 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 and dabbles in suicide. Yes. That is an interesting thing here. Mm-hmm. I don't find this song to be like suicidal per se, but I see what they mean because yeah. Mariah was, you know, nearing the edge. Yes. It and sounds... she was oblivious because yes. she's been blocking it all away. Yeah. It's almost like I, it, I'm not, th- I don't think this is Mariah saying, oh, I was, uh, you know, on the edge of ending my life. I feel like she was like on the edge of her sanity. Yes. You know what I mean? Which yeah. is the same thing. Like you're losing your mind. You're losing yourself. You can feel it. You can feel it. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Because things are not in balance. Yeah. Things are not harmonious. The stress is building up. Mm-hmm. It's becoming too much. And it's and it slowly gets there. Right. It doesn't happen overnight. You don't wake up and it's a problem. Like it slowly was there. So you're oblivious to it happening. Right. There's a saying, um, to kill a frog, you've got to, you, if you boil the water and throw the frog in, it will jump straight out. And, okay. But it put the frog in the cold water and turn the heat on. It will it has no slowly idea. get hot right. and cook it. So that's what that's happens. That's sort of how they do lobsters too, but the other way around. You throw it straight in and kill it. 
Well, well the, the no, I think not, you put it on ice. But it loves to jump put out. it to sleep, oh. and then you throw it in the hot. <laughs> you to. freeze it, <laughs> then you throw it in the hot water. <laughs> but it's that it's that concept of turn the heat on slowly, and you won't, it won't notice. You problem. won't notice the building up in that it's about to happen, and you're about, and you're to, about get to cook. Yeah, get cooked. that's exactly what what sort of is is going on in yeah. this bridge of the song. Yeah, the madness just slowly. The craziness just slowly crept, 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 mm-hmm. where she almost fell right over the cliff or whatever or what have you. Right. The um, but you know, but, metaphoric cliff. Right. The metaphoric cliff. Mm-hmm. Um, but she says here, you know, she's a she knows she will never be able to be quite stable because there's so many things in her that is just like you know, but like I'll never be quite able to feel stable. Yeah. I was on the verge of fading. Thankfully, I woke up in time. And that's, that is all you really need in order to sort of stay focused mm-hmm. is to be aware and be awoken mm-hmm. to being in that boiling water. Mm-hmm. You know, yes. that's all you need. And with that, you can go on the right path. It might take time, uh-huh. but at least you're there and you're aware and you're not going backwards. Exactly. You know? Recognizing something has to change. Right. And I think she's doing that here towards the end of the song, Mm -hmm. um, which then brings us into the sort of the other portion that comes next, the guardian angel. Yeah, but hang on, just back to that last bit. This is kind of like the butterfly movement. She's like, okay, I have to get out of this. How do I do this? What does the butterfly do? It, It changes, it grows wings, and then it's out of there. Right. Goes, flies away. Yeah, but it also sort of, well, yes, it, it is that caterpillar that goes into the cocoon. And into the cocoon is where, you know, all the transition is going and all the, you know, I guess, you know. Me, uh, the growing. The growing goes. Yeah. And that's where the changing and the emotional healing is sort of happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where that I feel like that's this part of the song. Exactly. You know, or where she's like holding things in until like it's it's the moment to come out yeah but thankfully i woke up in time is um i know i have to get out of here out of this current situation the tommy situation or what have you and so i'm going to do something about it right i'm going to leave i've made that i've made that decision now and then once you make that make that decision you're going to feel better like all right i'm out i'm gonna go it's good it's good i'm gonna go and then you're like ah once you start feeling good then you know you're on the right track. Exactly. And that's all it means. That's yes. all it takes. That's what she's telling you. on the right track. Yeah, that's part of the butterfly movement that she's in the thick of right now in this album. When this album came out. Yeah. I also, that's before we move on time. to the guardian yeah. angel part, the, the, um, the word uh, that woman child. Uh-huh. You know, because she still sees herself as that child because of, you know, the dis... Dis... What is the word? Dysfunction. Because of the dysfunction (laughs) in the family. Yeah. And like, you know, she was a child being the adult and now she's like the adult wanting to be a child. So Mm. there's that still that dichotomy there. And the fact that still to this day, she refers to herself as a 12 year old, Mm -hmm. I think has, uh, you know, I'm no professional mental head doctor, Yeah, but that's an unhealthy thing to say. Especially when you have for a forty-seven-year-old woman, a little bit, and I'm not, you know, I'm just saying it it seems weird. Yeah, it seems weird. Mm -hmm. But I'm not. I mean, you know, I love Mariah. I want nothing but the best Mm -hmm, for her. But mm -hmm. I just feel like that. Just because when you say that to people, 
they I feel like they would look at you strangely and they'll Not be like, oh, okay. But when she says it in this aspect, I get why she says those things. Oh, but yeah. I don't think the general public would be like, oh, you know, if you look at her life and the way things are, blah, blah, blah. Right. But she's just up on their TV talking about, oh, I'm eternally 12. I don't celebrate birthdays. Yeah. It's like um, cuckoo. Cuckoo, cuckoo. Yeah. There was a a period, maybe a couple of years ago now, where she just was always saying it. Yeah, and I was like, okay, you just girl, you sound, it's not, you sound crazy, crazy, you sound crazy. Yeah, I mean, we're all crazy, and I think one of one, of, I think Mariah said this quote. I could be lying, but um, <laughs> she said something like, "We're all crazy, and if we don't think we're crazy, we're crazier than yeah. ever. <laughs> yeah, we are the craziest. Uh-huh. So everybody's crazy. Everybody yeah. has their own mental hangups and issues and things. But it's okay know, if you feel that she can go ahead and feel that way. Feel that all the way. We but don't need to tell everybody that listens. As, you yeah. know, as a as a person who's on TV and things, it's just best for your overall image mm-hmm. not to." you know do things or say things that could harm it <laughs> that could make people look at you like you're crazy uh-huh. you know what i mean because i sort of have that same thing like i'm 35 years old girl but people would never know because i have i keep a young energy about me yeah i also don't have a lot of wrinkles i'm just saying uh-huh, uh-huh. but you know what i mean like people would never guess i was 35 years old because i don't carry myself like a 35 year old yeah i feel the same way you know uh, i, I feel yeah. young yeah. i feel energetic even though my old bones are tired yeah but but you know what I mean? I'm like, yes, girl. Yes, I'm like 26, mm-hmm. you know, because it really yeah. is all about how you feel on the inside. Oh, totally. And I definitely don't feel like I'm 35. Yeah. But whatever. Uh-huh. So I get it. Yeah. I just don't go around telling you know, with a sign saying yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> but to each their own. That's just all all in fun. But, you know, it's just nice in this in Close My Eyes that she's expressing these things and letting us know what she's feeling on the inside. She isn't the princess in the castle. Exactly. It's all it's all a facade mm-hmm. because the the all the money in the world, all the riches in the land cannot heal you emotionally, especially mm-hmm. if you're from such a disjointed, dysfunctional childhood because you have these these uh walls built up mm-hmm. that have been built up over years and years and years of dysfunction and yeah. you know, it's hard to break them down hard. Yeah, but um Look at how, in looking in, she painted the picture of looking at her at her image at her, that Mariah Carey, the the superstar, from our point of view. Like she's looking in at this person, and she knows that's not right. Right, she's like that's not who I am. So come here to close my eyes. She's on now. She's inside the house, and she's letting us see what's behind the glass, what's inside the door. She's showing us. She's like, no, this is who I really, really am. Right. Because I see what you're seeing, but now I want you to know what I'm really feeling. Mm-hmm. It's like she's the flip really, side of it. Right. She's letting us look in. Yes. I love it. Or, or pointing us in the right direction. Yeah. Showing us what to look at. Right. Because so, she, saw, she saw the problem. Oh, yes. Everyone's looking she, the wrong she, way. Yeah. Like she says, thankfully, I woke up in time. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so moving on to the guardian angel part of the song, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. is another moment that gets me a little emotional in this song because it's my favorite song and one another reason why I can connect to every single lyric in every line of every word of this song. Mm-hmm. Guardian angel, I sail away on an ocean with you by my side. Guardian angel, I sail away on an ocean 
Love that. Well, this is this particular um, part of the song is the most visual and beautiful mm-hmm. songwriting she's ever done. Yes. Because it puts you in such a... It's almost like when she described the not, It's Not Raining Yet, it's kind of misty on right. raw November. It takes you there. Takes you literally there. takes you there and you yeah. not only feel it, but you see it. Yes. And it's so good. And then, you know, I just feel like... She's speaking of a guardian angel. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like who did Mariah lose in her life that it's like her guardian angel? Or like people could even be like, you know, it's it's God that she's talking to. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's just so much, so much emotion in this little part right there. Um, and the fact that she's like, and you're still alive. Like, like the energy of you is still there, which could, again, be God. It could be a person that she's lost. It could be all, all of these things. To each person, it could be very different. Yeah. But I think that is another emotional aspect of um, this song. Mm-hmm. And I relate to it because, you know, when I was growing up in my dysfunction, I always had my grandmother. Like, she was like the one that was like, no, like, you're your mm-hmm. parents are not teaching you well. Mm-hmm. This is what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to go to school. You're supposed to do all these things. Like she was like my inspiration and like my guardian yeah. um, to teach me all these things that my mother couldn't teach me because she didn't have any clue. Right. So like, and you know, and then my grandmother passed away in 95, like two days before the uh, Daydream album came oh, out. No. So I was like, oh Lord. And then I heard One Sweet Day and I was oh, like, no. oh Lord, why'd you do this to me? <laughs> Yeah, but it was very interesting because I felt like, oh, my God, I lost this like my my only guiding light. Yeah. You know, like Mariah was like my next guiding light, Uh you know, Mariah and Oprah. Yeah. So then I was like, okay, Um, but then when I heard this song, I was like, so like. I didn't know what was going on in my life for like two years. And then when I heard this song and she's talking about this guardian angel and it's Mm. still being around and still being alive, I was like, oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I can still, because in our family, we didn't speak of my grandmother's death. Mm. You know, nobody spoke of emotions. Mm -hmm. Nobody cried and nobody was allowed to do these things. Mm -hmm. Like you just didn't do that. Mm. So when I went to my grandmother's funeral service, girl, I was standing up there by the casket. My ass fainted. I was out cold girl because i didn't know what to do because nobody ever taught me how to deal with emotions right so anyways long story short when this verse or bridge or section of the song came up i was like oh my god like this i so feel this yeah and it like you know it just means so much because the it changed my life it's sort of like it took me out of like that depression Mm. as a young like whatever 13 year old and I'm like, oh, I can go on in life and just use these tools that she's given me. The energy is still there. And carry that because it's yeah. still there. It's like still she's of you. already given yeah. me everything I need. Yeah. So it was like, that was huge for me. It yeah. was life changing. That's, yeah. I think, why I still have this major connection to the song. Mm-hmm. So just yeah. saying. I think that's exactly what the, 
meaning of these lyrics are. Right. And I would be interested to know who that person was for Mariah. Mm. You know? Mm-hmm. Was it a grandmother? Was it a uh, aunt or uncle? Mm. Was it, like, who was that? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. that's just fascinating. Mm-hmm. That that's why she fascinates me. And that's why I love this song. Yeah. It's so beautiful. I think every time I see a sunset, because um, in Sydney, where, where I'm from, I have a beach not far from where I live. And we have has the most beautiful sunsets in the summertime. And every time it happens, I'm like singing, close my eyes in my head. Yeah, because and I'll play it even on my it's speakers. That, it's yeah. that vision she put in your head that you just cannot erase. Yeah. With this song. It's so beautiful. And it's a particular time of day as well when the sun is setting and it sets the clouds on fire. They all go orange and they're just they're floating by. It's a real cleansing moment in the day. Because mm-hmm. the sun's going down, the day's ending, a new day's coming. To- yes. It's almost like a, a cleansing or a refreshing yeah. moment. So I just love this song. And we, ha- we cannot end this conversation without talking about the best performance of this song ever, which was on Rosie O'Donnell. 100% the best. 100% the best. I, I could I, live yeah. off of that version yeah. for the rest of my life. Uh, I think I might like it better than the album version. Even though I love the album version, but... I like the the rawness in her vocals in yeah. this. Um, she's never done it as good since because she Correct. did it on the Butterfly Tour. She does it, yeah. She did it on the Butterfly Tour. She's done it in a couple shows. She did it most recently in the Triumphant Tour. Triumphant Tour in Australia, maybe even somewhere else recently. But none of them compare no. to that Rosie performance. There's something about the Rosie one. There's just something about it, and it's I because this is so melodically driven such a melodic song Mm -hmm. it's hard to recapture that Mm -hmm. and i feel like the mariah did it beautifully Mm -hmm. on rosie yeah but her voice seems heavier on the rosie version there's more there's more density to the song Mm -hmm. which makes it richer in the emotion it it just sounds it sounds more pure yeah i i think so too that's why i love it but i love the album version i love this live version i just love this song overall yeah it's definitely uh i wonder do you think you can be a lamb and not like this song uh good question you would have to you have to like it right you have to sort of like it it doesn't have to be like you know like your go-to emotional song you have to first of all if you could just those if she could just sit there and sing la da 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 all damn day and you don't like that then something's wrong with you (laughs) you could be a lamb i suppose because i'm not you know the lamb master (laughs) but (laughs) i would definitely be giving you the side eye a side oh if you don't get the la di da 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 and don't think that's beautiful Uh something's wrong with you girl Uh (laughs) maybe a side eye yeah they just get a side eye (laughs) all right um, but I think everybody else, I think everybody listening to this has their own story they and can their relate own to this connection, and that's yeah. um, that's why it's one of Mariah's most beloved. Yeah, it's also one of the most abstract songs on the album. Correct. It's very um, a lot of metaphors, and you know, it's not to the point. Exactly. Open to interpretation. Exactly. Open yeah. just enough, just enough. She's still giving us so much of herself, but it's open just enough mm-hmm. so that everyone can put themselves in there. Mm-hmm. Exactly. 